Hello and welcome to the premiere edition of the Scholars Knowledge to Wisdom podcast which is hosted by Ruby from Punjab India. In an intro session we raised two issues that is the dropout and the time span to complete the PhD degree. Now if you are an undergraduate, postgraduate or a researcher and want to know five Ws that is who, what, where, when and why of PhD journey then this podcast is for you. On our podcast today, we have a guest who is PhD from Guru Nanak Dev University, Amritsar, Punjab, India, and her area of research experience is bioinformatics, in silico comparison of chloroplast genomes. She had five years of teaching experience as an assistant professor in botany department, and not only this, but she has been honored with awards in science exhibition, paper presentation, and poster presentation. She had her participation in almost 22 national conferences, seminars, workshops, and paper publications, and abstracts contributed at national level. Apart from all these achievements, she has an interest in writing and secretarial assignments. She is a blend of hard and soft skills with patient and courteous attitude. So let's welcome a personality packed up with skills of time management, project management, strong communication and active listening skills, flexible personality with natural curiosity and researchability. Uh, welcome Dr. Harpreet Kaur. Thank uh, you. Thank you so much. You? I'm fine. How are you? And thank you for providing me this opportunity. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and, and do tell us that where are you joining us from? I'm at Amritsar right now. Okay. So uh, if you have to, uh, I mean, uh, before diving into your research journey, let's know yeah. that uh, if you have to attach an emotion with the PhD journey, what emotion would you attach to? Uh I think it is uh, curiosity and passion. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, like passion, if you are passionate about research, then only you can enter into PhD. Good, good. Yes. And as we talk about emotions, um, the uh, I think that we are more emotionally attached with our parents. So how would you relate yes. the role of your parents to you being a PhD scholar? Yes, uh, that's a good question. I think uh, we all know that in general, role of parents in everybody's life is very, you know, it's like part of our life. It's not only the role because um, we, uh, in studies and it is well defined in literature that like the parents, uh, like they are teaching children and children you know at a very beginning age like in the early years of their age these are the very crucial for any child any human being so they are uh, start learning from the very beginning from the like you know six months and even from the birth the day when we are born we are start learning from our parents our family and as we grow up so these values and these morals which parents they put it into us that we are today. What I am today, I am totally the reflection of what my parents, they put it into me and I am the reflection of their hard work, their encouragement 
and i think it's it's not just a role it's like your parents are their efforts and their hard work is part of your life and you reflect only what your parents have put in uh, you yeah okay. as a person so uh, is it uh, that the, uh, you got the genes of research so, from your mother or from uh, your father yeah uh, uh, for like for phd like uh, my father he always have a dream that uh, you should be highly qualified my daughter should be highly qualified you know i'm from a very rural area of punjab so nobody even think that the girl from this village that uh, she can go for such a higher studies it's due to my mother and father also because my mother also at their time she wants to continue her studies but you know they, in these times in punjab it was difficult so yes um so uh, all all during my phd they have like you know providing me emotional and financial support through my academic journey and the most importantly they have a belief in me they have mm-hmm. a belief that our daughter she can do excellence in academics so uh, always they are like inspiration and motivation for me yes so, so i would say like, that if i am doctor today what i am today i yeah. think it's only and only due to my parents yes okay i mean uh, i think that it is the belief of our parents that travels to us yes 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 they 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 should have belief in their children and you know this belief it, it, it's not only it, it's not, it will not come immediately you know uh, mm-hmm. when you are bringing up your child the way you bringing up because parenting is self is a challenging job so yeah. it depends like uh, how you are parenting the result will be in front of you as your you know mature child so mm-hmm. it's it's very important all the two aspects are very very important belief from the parent side and also you know your hard working and effort which you are putting in raising your kids how you are raising your kids it is hardly like it it greatly matters yes okay so so as we talk about our parents so somehow we are carrying the values and beliefs from our parents to school so how uh, yes. i uh, i would like to know that uh, what one thing that you would associate of your school education that contributed to your journey to research uh yes um i think it 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 is the development of critical thinking skills yes and uh, it's a broad term and under this like we can uh, it should be skills like writing listening and writing uh, reading they they are the skills which develop in the schooling age only mm-hmm. you can't refine them in the you know when you will like in college or uh, upper in the universities because the polishing at that time during school days that is much much necessary and that that will play a role for your lifetime you can't you know you can't get your basics at uh, after you are graduating or after you done with your schooling so i think uh, uh, during my schooling i learned to uh, hone my analytical skills logical reasoning and uh, the problem solving abilities i think which all are necessary skills for conducting you know research 
and also at your school time your teachers they encourage you to like challenge some beliefs question assumptions and uh, to develop independent thinking i think these are the most important traits a researcher should have accordingly mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, thinking independently i think that is the crucial aspect in research yes yes uh, because uh, it's like uh, if you you know if you look into the uh, like in india it's not much importance is given to early childhood education or the early years of children because but if you look into the developed countries and western countries they are you know like putting much more efforts in the ECE they they should they are considering the children as a like competent learners so mm. they are raising from that day like they they should be independent they should be like independent we shouldn't mold them or we shouldn't control their capabilities or abilities let them do what they want to do this is their mm. protocol for the early 5 years of age yes so i think that 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 is important and i think that the co curricular activities that uh, is developed uh, from the school itself and uh, yes, as yes, you have mentioned definitely. that uh, in your co curricular activities you have an interest in writing you have interest in the secretarial um, jobs yes, also yes. so uh, yes. tell us that how the soft skills that you gained in school they helped you in your research career yes uh, uh soft skill they are also you know very critical for researchers because first and the most important one is communication because only and only if you are having good communication skills you are having good power to listening good power of reading good power of writing but it's not like same with the everybody because some people are good at writing but they are not good at expressing but for phd you know you need all the skills because you have to write your what you are doing your research and you have to read the intense literature so only you can find out what is going on and what i'm going to do okay and the third one is reading that's also much important because only by reading you can uh, you know grab up the things what what is uh, going on so also you know the presentations that is an important part of phd so all these they are uh coming under the communication the other important thing i think soft skills that is um, you know maintaining and establishing good relationships good relationships with your guide the most important one with your mentor and mm-hmm. with your fellow friends your seniors your juniors and your teaching and non teaching staff at the department because phd is a long journey so in my experience you are you you will start feeling the department your second home so i love my department today also like i love university so it's because i had good relationship with people with my mentor with all my teachers so i think these are two the most important soft skill communication and uh, good relationship but others can be other soft skills, uh, soft skills can be like you know creativity uh critical thinking again and uh, your approach positive approach for problem solving yes to you know tolerant power and your you should be flexible to adapt some changes these are in the your working environment or where you are doing your research 
yes i think okay and, and one more thing where do you place these uh, spiritual aspect uh, here Uh, no, it, uh, it, it, yes, it, it depends, like, but uh, for my case, I'm a very spiritual person. So, but I think it, it depends uh, from person to person. Some, they, uh, you know, don't believe uh, much in spirituality. But yes, uh, you can realize that there is uh, some power. So from my experience for, uh, for a very long time in department, so uh, like i came across the both type of people but all all they are having you know some type of thinking that yes there is a natural power there is a natural you think power that, and uh, this, according uh, yeah the spiritual role uh, the spiritual uh, aspect that helps in the mind management yes because uh, you know uh, it it is necessary for you to like there is something there is something that should relax and that should you know should be that should giving peace to your mind so peace of mind we can say peace of mind is a very very much necessary thing so uh, like i belong to sikh religion so i i always having faith and there are so many you know uh, like uh, uh, you can take from gurbani the walk like man jeete jag jeet i believe uh, like i i personally always try to be in my life a person according to this uh, gurbani walk gurbani the uh, line so uh, i think uh, spirituality is also that because in phd sometimes you are feeling you know so frustrated and mm-hmm. sometimes you are facing failures yeah so, rejections yes, and failures yeah. yes so definitely if you are a spiritual person it will help a lot yes my mentor always like she is also a very spiritual person and she always like uh, if you are failing if you are got rejections for, for my first publication i think i i got rejections for two three times so she always supported me and tell me that you should pray to god you should have faith in uh, your god in your yes. guru so you will one day you will succeed definitely yes okay so uh, doctor tell us that what are the most helpful resources that you have found for career in research that is in in context to your mentors and the role models that you had yes i i think in according to my experience the first and the most important one is you know the mentor only yes because it's uh, it's like it very much depend upon the, your phd your journey either it will be smooth or the tough one it very much depend Sorry. upon your Just mentor you are like it's not always uh, in your hand to choose your mentor but like luckily uh, i got a very good human being as my mentor and uh, um, i i think it it is the invaluable like it's the most valuable thing finding the right mentor you know from the academic point of view who has already navigated the challenges of a research career he or she can provide you with a guidance support and insights that can help you achieve success in your own career and uh, like uh, your career will depend upon the what topic you choose and how you got your publication so all these things they are 
directly or indirectly linked with your mentor because if the mentor only with the help of his or her you can you know you you will be having good relationships network of colleagues and your same research fellows so i think uh, the mentor has also uh, so much efforts in the journey of any of his or her phd student what i experienced yes and uh, what about the so, role model like, that you had any role model you have uh, while you were pursuing your uh, phd uh, journey yes i think um, i always you know uh, prime minister manmohan singh he always you know encouraged mm-hmm. me he was such a good economist and uh, i think he was doing and he has done many good for his country like for our country india so i always i always having an in my mind that i should serve the society in one or another way i should contribute to the society so it it's only possible if you should be you you will be highly qualified then only you can do some volunteer things or you can contribute you can educate your child your kids well and you can you know uh, spread your light of education in your neighbors relatives in your family so that that's directly contributing to be a, like you you are uh preparing a good society future for tomorrow yes like from the teaching like uh, like if you choose teaching as a career so it's it's been the very much responsibility of a teacher because teacher is the foundation of any society mm-hmm. they uh, the future of society is in their hands so mm-hmm. i think it's yes yeah. it's important okay so um doctor uh, throw some light on um how to select the area of research for phd candidates will someone help on that and uh, i would uh, specify here that um, selecting the area of research that is how uh, when and why that when oh. when undergraduate or postgraduate must decide that uh, this this uh, is going to be my area of research and why yes. that only uh... and how yes uh so uh like it's uh, when we are in when any person or he or she you know in the, like when you are graduating so after graduate when you are uh, come into the post graduation so you have already narrowed down your stream your interest at that time you are very defined with your interest that what mm-hmm. is your interest and you are only selecting that subject like for example i was interested always in botany so i went for botany msc botany so when you are doing msc because it's already master of science that you are know the master in that subject so you should know the uh, depth of that subject and also like in that subject also many many different paths so i think at that uh, time student is pretty much you know ensure what she or he is uh you know want to do if he or she is interested in research career so i think that is the time that defined so um, how you can choose that area it is like uh, most of the times uh, for most of the students they are doing msc in uh, good universities good campuses and good colleges so 
always it's uh, like you know it's highly qualified faculties there so they can guide you if you discuss with them and the first uh, important thing is that reading again reading is the you know much important because if you are like you have having a hint about your area of interest you should read a lot and lot of literature i'm having you know my literature uh, it's it's now with me also so it's a bundle of literature so you should uh, read a lot and lot of literature that what's going on if you are choosing this topic how much research has done on this topic and what are the future challenges what i can do and is the thing i'm thinking to do is will be valuable or not how it will contribute to that field how it will be going to you know making impact or giving good results so and then the second step first is you should be very clear about your topic and having great knowledge of literature the second thing you can do is you can meet your all the faculty members the teachers they are the experts in different fields so you can discuss with them that yes this is the inquiry and i want to do i want to pursue my research in this career definitely they will guide you because they are the experienced ones so they will guide you mm-hmm. yes because in msc most of the times you are uh, you are, you are having one specific guide also but you can go to any of the faculty member uh, what i i see in like in university and in my college so they they will definitely guide you with the you know with which for which side you should go or with the every uh, future challenges and uh, about that research topic yes so i think this this is the time and how you can choose your but i this is the very much crucial step because the topic you are choosing that that will decide your you know future endeavors and your mm-hmm. future career because it's it's very much depend upon the topic that whether it is like how much research has done or what it is contributing either it is a new topic nobody has done a lot of work on it then definitely you will be getting a benefit of publications and all the things that matters for your future career yes and so do you I think, think that the challenges that uh, any, any. that a researcher go through the challenges a researcher go through uh is uh, is uh, is guided at uh, undergraduate or postgraduate level uh just as an awareness that uh, these 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 are the challenges that you will be going through as a researcher so do uh, do you think that they must be uh, ex- uh, exposed to those challenges also yes definitely and i think it's 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 been you know it's uh, they are doing in colleges and universities for example i entered in bachelors in 2006 and we were in the final year bsc that is a 2009 so that time also we have done a project and we we were having project in bsc also we have write a small thesis Uh, in uh, in the last semester of bsc that we uh, they are ready us for you know this type of research and this is how you are uh, going to submit it and you have to be like write it and all things yes and in msc at the university level i think um, university level i know there is a lot of uh, you know for the uh, this awareness for the research because we have done Uh, in the last semester the last semester was whole for the research only 
we have done the research and i have my dissertation of msc yes so i think in universities it is okay but for the colleges uh, the students who are pursuing msc in colleges um, i'm not sure uh, but i think there should be yes Okay. because they are they, they should be having an idea when they are post graduating only then they can you know uh, develop their interest and they can choose any uh, research to do yes it's very very important so the third thing i think uh, uh, for the whole phd journey it is it should be mixed emotions because your phd journey or anybody's phd journey you should be prepared like my research journey it has been a you know a uh, roller coaster of emotions like with exciting breakthroughs and some difficult task always because sometimes you have to repeat and repeat your experiments you are not getting results or you are not getting the thing what your mentor want or what uh, your you know result will be in that way so uh, in that case you have to be uh, be, be patient you have to be patient with yourself with your work so there have been a uh, lot of time the moments of frustrations and times of joy so uh, like if psc journey is a dynamic and complex experience that that is uh, you know that that's amazing yes but you know these ups and downs they were ultimately they are shaped you and they are like they shaped me and they have given me a fruitful uh, a result that is in the form of thesis in the form of my publications and because of that because of that journey i can uh, you know i can put prefix doctor uh, in front of my name yes okay so what one piece of advice that you will give it uh, to the undergraduates post graduates and those who want to be in this journey uh, yes so as i was talking uh, the one and the only and the most important one is first of all be patient with yourself so this is very very important whether you are at the starting point or at the middle or at the writing phase when you are ending up summing uh, summing up your you know results and discussions all the you are in the writing process of writing up a thesis all the times i think patience is the most important which i found and uh, i would be you know i i i will give advice that be patient with yourself be patient with your work and always uh, you know establish good relationships at your workplace always seek guidance from the experienced ones from your mentor so research it is challenging you should be uh, like always ready to face the challenge and there is often a you know steep learning curve when when uh, when you are starting out yes but you know you should don't be discouraged by initial setbacks or difficulties rather you should use them as a opportunity to learn and grow yes and you should always um, like uh, if you are uh, going to start or you are just started or thinking to start you should always seek out the resources resources you should always seek out the resources resources like mentors workshops and online courses today it's not any anything is not you know nothing is difficult because you can find a lot and lot of help online so you online can courses, you should use uh, if you would specify kind of like uh, if if you want to you know uh, if you are not clear about what topic should i choose so you can 
do a lot of online research and there are always uh, like um, many people they are running programs such as so you will be come, uh, you will know once you will be in contact with a good mentor or your seniors they should tell you that we are which platform you should follow and what kind of you know and uh, i'm i'm talking about like uh, there is lot of online information you can search so you can uh, you know follow and i think uh, with the help of these there are lot of ongoing seminars workshops there are so many so you should join attend physically also and there are online also so you should be able to you know help these all things they will help to build your skills and knowledge base yes and uh, the most important thing that is always remember that this research phd it's a long term journey and success will come uh, you know through persistence and dedication so you should be dedicated and hard working yes okay so with this we will move to the rapid fire round um, okay so doctor are you ready for that yes so masters or phd master of masters or phd phd full time job or phd phd quality or quantity quality always are you more analytical or creative analytical read a book or watch a movie watch a movie <laughs> So yeah. thank you thank you so much doctor for uh, being here and uh, widening the knowledge of phd journey to the undergraduates postgraduates and those who are in this journey so definitely they will get benefit from your journey so thank you thank you so much for being here we are great to have you thank you so much i i like i am also feeling grateful that you provided me this uh, with this opportunity and i i also praise the like work you are doing it is i think it is it's necessary and it's need of the r because there are many cases we came across that uh, especially the girls they are not able to complete their phd so i think this you are podcast this is the this will act, be uh, definitely motivate these students so i praise it like you are doing a good piece of work yes all thank keep you. it up thank yes. you thank you so much yes. thank it, you doctor it was very nice yes thank yeah. you thank you